Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Tuesday, August the 24th, and whenever you are listening to this, wherever you are, I wish you God's grace, God's life, God's goodness, God's hope uh, within and around you. Uh, I am not by a pool today. Uh, Oh my goodness, that was so wonderful to have Karen on yesterday and for her to invite me to her place. It was just so beautiful. Uh, Today I am in my office at St. Peter and Paul in Kiel. If you are new to this podcast, who is this guy you're listening to? Uh, My name is Joe Zenk. I am a lay Catholic minister uh, that I work for the Diocese of Green Bay uh, in uh, the state of Wisconsin. And I um, am uh, honored to serve at three rural parishes uh, in the diocese. So uh, every day, Monday through Friday, I bring you uh, the daily gospel. Usually, yesterday we did the first reading. Sometimes we go off and do that. But I bring you the Word of God for the day and just uh, make a few comments on it. So today, we've got a feast day, the Feast of St. Bartholomew. And so, uh, which Bartholomew memory, you know, of yours or mine, which one should we talk about? There's just a load in that backpack we can take out, Bartholomew. So we're going to, because today is a feast day, we go off of Matthew's gospel. We're going to jump to John's gospel, where we're not going to mention the name Bartholomew at all. John chapter 1, verses 45 to 51 And we'll explain that uh, on the other side of the reading. But let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip, Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the first mystery, of course, that we have to solve is why on earth, if we are picking this gospel specially out on this feast day, and they did, uh, those who created the lectionary cycle, that's what they did, why would they choose this gospel reading who doesn't mention uh, Bartholomew's name at all? Because Bartholomew is only mentioned in Matthew, Mark, and Luke's gospel when they are listing the listings of the 12 apostles. So that would be in Matthew chapter 10, in uh, Mark chapter 3, in Luke chapter 6. When Jesus sends them out two by two, 
is when those Gospels list the 12. And Bartholomew's name is listed in each of those listings. Well, John doesn't have any such listing of, of the 12, but he just lists the disciples, uh, the apostles, at various times. And, uh, and this is one of them. And it's Nathaniel uh, is listed. Philip, of course, is listed in the 12 when in Matthew, Mark, and Luke's Gospels. Uh, Nathaniel is not. And so some, in fact, I'll say most, but I'm not sure that's true. I, I believe, let's just say a good number of Scripture scholars believe that Nathaniel and Bartholomew are the same person. Uh, and they're referencing one of the apostles here. So we see Nathaniel only in John's Gospel, and we see him here in this story, and we see him in chapter 21, which is that wonderful uh, post-resurrection uh, meeting of Jesus on the beach when Peter says, I'm going fishing again, and uh, goes back out, and somebody's wandering on the beach and says, children, have you caught any, any fish? Uh, and, and Peter is lightly clad. I won't go over the whole story. You know it. It's so good. One of my favorites. Well, anyway, Nathaniel is one of the apostles with Peter, along with Thomas, along with the sons of Zebedee. So that's James and John. Those are the ones we know. So uh, that's why uh, in this, on this feast day, uh, instead of just reading out of Matthew, Mark, or Luke, when we hear the list of the apostles and Bartholomew listed, we go to this gospel reading of Nathaniel, the call of Nathaniel, uh, because in a sense, scholars believe that is the call of Bartholomew. So what do we see? Now remember this, my friends. The, on, on days that we celebrate feast days, we do two things. One, we honor the saint because uh, of, of their lives lived well in holiness. And, uh, and, and it is absolutely apt and to do that. You know, we, um, in my family, I, I still honor my mother on her birthday on February 28th, even though she is no longer with us, at least not in, in body. Um, but, but of course, she is still with us, right? And, and certainly with my family and I. Uh, and so that's just a special day to remember her by. Well, it's the same on, on these feast days of the saints that we remember Bartholomew. You know, um, if we had read the first reading today, it's taken from Revelations 21, that vision of John's, uh, which is a marvelous, marvelous, and 21, chapter 21 is, is like the best chapter. Anyway, um, John is taken up onto a hilltop, and the angel of the Lord is like, hey, do you want to see the, the, what's going on? He says, well, of course I do. And, and what he sees is the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, the bridegroom, uh, or excuse me, the bride for the bridegroom, which is the lamb. Uh, and, uh, and so the bridegroom, of course, I'm sorry, I keep confusing those. The bride, of course, is the church. That is this new Jerusalem. And it shows three gates facing north, three east, three west, and three south. And those are, you know, over the, the, uh, each of those gates are the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. But under it, I three names on each side of the church are the names of the apostles, the names of the 12, because they're the foundation of the church. And of course, um, 
Bartholomew slash Nathaniel's name is one of them. I don't know if it's Bartholomew or if it's Nathaniel or both. You know, one of those questions we're going to ask in the kingdom. But my point being, that is that that image. We honor the saints because they helped create that foundation for our very faith today, right? That That is worth honoring. Uh, they helped build this church, this bride of to allow us to say, I do, like I talked about last Thursday in the gospel, right? Like they did, uh, we're invited to that. And that's the second point of why we celebrate these feast days, because these apostles, these saints, these feast days point the way. They point beyond them. In fact, Bartholomew really, slash Nathaniel, doesn't have much for us to point at him. You know, there are other ones like Peter who have a whole lot for us to point at him, but not Bartholomew. His name's on a list. He's called from under a fig tree. He's fishing. That's all we know. But it's more than that. They point beyond. So what is this point beyond? And I've already talked for like eight minutes. Have you ever gotten to the points? This is why I go on too long. God love y'all. Okay, two points. The first is this, and it's the lesser of the two. But I love it because here's just a guy. Here's just a guy sitting under a fig tree, and Philip comes and finds him and says, listen, we found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law. Basically, everything points to him as the Messiah, the son of uh, uh, Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. And Nathaniel doesn't mince words. Nathaniel slash Bartholomew says, really? What good can come from, from Nazareth? You know, think about that. You know, I, I live, I, I'm, I'm in Kiel right now, New Holstein's on the other side of the viaduct, St. Anne's down the road. Uh, those are the three rural parishes at which I serve. And, um, and this rivalry between Kiel and New Holstein, it'd be like somebody came up to, to Nathaniel under a, a fig tree here in Kiel and said, hey, we found the Holy One of Israel, the one that Moses pointed toward. He's, he's you know, Jesus, son of Joseph uh, from New Holstein. And it'd be like somebody from Kiel saying... <laughs> Really? Come on. I think you might have gotten your, your, your signals crossed here. What good can come from New Holstein? Or vice versa. If we were over in New Holstein, what good can come from Kiel? That's just that rivalry. That's just that human thing of like, really? I know the people in Nazareth. They're kind of, you know, country bumpkins. I, I, I think, Philip, you might be wrong. But Philip's response, which is going to lead me to my second point, is so great. What does he say? Come and see. Three words, right? Come and see. Look back. So we're in, in John chapter 1. Already so much has happened. But remember the call of the first disciples? That they were along the Jordan River, and John the Baptist pointed out and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And ultimately, I think it was Andrew and Philip, are the ones that go and, and run after him. And they follow him, and Jesus turns around and says to him, you know, again, that, that interchange that I've talked about many times here that, that to me is just so tremendous. Jesus looks at them and says, what are you looking for? Isn't that the question, right? question you and I have to answer today. What are we looking for? Well, and and their, their answer, equally as good, is, Lord, where are you staying? Where can I find you? Isn't that the question we want to know today? Lord, where are you at? How do I see you? Because I'm so blind. How do I hear you? Because my ears are stopped up. Lord, where are you? Where do you reside? And Jesus says three words, right? Come and see. Come and see. And they do. And they do. They do not only come, they do see. 
Why? Because we see now Philip, in a sense, is conformed. I'm using that, that word specifically, conformed to the image of Christ. How do we know that? He uses the very words of Christ when he's inviting Nathaniel slash Bartholomew. Hey, I know this dude from that country bumpkin place. He's the one. Ah, don't buy what you're saying. Nothing good comes from Nazareth. Come and see. Come and see. Would we be so good as to have the very words of Christ, not just the words, but the very actions, that invitation to be on our lips and in, in, in our actions? Come and see. So we see Phil, Philip conformed. Okay, which points me to the second second point. So Nathaniel slash Bartholomew comes before Jesus. Jesus says, hey, this, there's, one, there's no duplicity in him. What you see is what you get which is a great compliment, by the way. He's not hiding behind any masks. And, uh, and Nathaniel says, how do you know me? He's like, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. And he's like, hey, I'm in, I'm in, right? So again, that, that it didn't take much for Nathaniel slash Bartholomew to say yes. You know, what, is it, what, what keeps us from full yeses? Didn't, whatever it is, it didn't keep Nathaniel slash Bartholomew. He was in. And, and Jesus says this odd retort, huh? You believe because you saw, I told you I saw you under the fig tree. Hey, you're going to see greater things than this. And he references Genesis. Now, Jacob had a vision. We even call it Jacob's ladder. When, when there's a vision of the angels ascending and descending in a holy place, you know, uh, coming up and down, connecting, in a sense, heaven and earth. He had a vision, and, and then when Jacob woke up, he built an altar there because that was a connecting point, right? Those are where we build our altars because we, we, we know heaven and earth were connected for us at that point. And Jesus says, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven open in the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man, on himself, meaning Jesus is that connecting point. Brothers and sisters, and here's again where the saints point us. And Philip, as much as Bartholomew slash Nathaniel, point us there today. That Jesus, without a doubt, is the incarnation. And that's what we say is, is that connecting point of heaven and earth. That's what we celebrate when we celebrate Christmas. It's not just the birth of a baby. We celebrate heaven and earth coming together. And we also celebrate, brothers and sisters, what you and I are called to. And not just called, what we are baptized into and what we are created as. Now, let me spin that out so you don't start thinking I'm, I'm a new ager. You and I are created in the image and likeness of God. We are created in the image and likeness, which means we, we carry that divine spark within us. And not just us. I want to I wanna read from you uh, from um, Gregory of Nyssa. Now, Gregory of Nyssa was... I mean, unbelievable. I just got to find the right one here. Okay, Gregory of Nyssa, where are you? There he is. So Gregory of Nyssa lived in the 4th century. He's absolutely foundational in the early church. And, and one of, uh, if you look at the patriarchs and matriarchs of our church, Gregory of Nyssa is going to be high, high, high on the list. Doctor of the church, incredibly well, uh, well read, uh, incredibly intelligent. Well, here's what he said. For who? Now, these are Gregory of Nyssa's words, not Joe Zink. For who, when taking a survey of the universe, is so simple as not to believe 
that there is deity in everything, penetrating it, embracing it, and seated in it. Ultimately, what Gregory of Nyssa is saying here is that incarnational aspect that Christ embodied, that Christmas is the celebration of heaven and earth breaking through as one, of Jesus even referencing himself as that ladder right here, is what you and I are baptized into and, and not only made, created, because I talked about that, that we're created in the image and likeness of God. We are baptized into it. So it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And we carry that divine image in, in us, and more and more we are called to be conformed into that image, brothers and sisters. Um, that it's less I, less my life that is lived through me, and more Christ's life that is lived through me. Um, and that we, in a sense, become that ladder for those in our lives today, that we become that incarnation. Christ was a capital I incarnation, but we become many Christ. Now, those are John Paul II, St. John Paul II's words, not mine, that we in our baptism become many Christ conformed in the image of God, meaning that we carry that divine spark and that we are that ladder that we are that ladder. So he says, Jesus says to him, hey, you think that that's all you're going to, you know, I just saw you under the fig tree and you're in? Wait until you are conformed in that very image and you carry it. And you carry Philip's words that say, come and see my words, my image, my life within you that we in turn get to share with other people. Brothers and sisters, that's the whole point. You know, I, um, I, I, I get a... Uh, a daily reflection from the center of action and contemplation every day. And this, I want to, I don't want to read you the whole thing. I want to read you the first two sentences today because it really, I, I think it's saying what I'm saying. Uh, and, and I think, at least I hope you, you, you're understanding at a deeper level, at a, at a level of heart, that what I'm saying is real. And, and what it says here is this. The true and essential work of all religion is to help us recognize the divine image in everyone and everything. It is to mirror things correctly, deeply, and fully until all things know who they are. Brothers and sisters, all I'm trying to do is hold a mirror up to you of what you already know, by the way. Nothing I'm saying is new. You know it, even if you've not heard it before or heard it in these words, you know it in your heart because that's our God within us. Who are we? We are not just the beloved of God. As John, 1 John says, you know, brothers and sisters, we are God's children now. We are that image, that connecting point. We carry that within us. That is so good. And the last thing I want to say in this and, and, and a reason that I think I can say this and, and how we are called to be conformed and carry and become that incarnation, that connecting ladder. You know, as Catholics, there's a part in the Mass, and watch it, um, that, that the priest uh, on the altar, when he's preparing the sacrifice uh, of, of the, the hosts and the wine to become the body and blood, where he pours a drop or two of water into the wine. Now, he used to say this prayer out loud, but, uh, but lately it, it, it's, it's not said out loud. But we all know it, and, and I'm going to say it, and you're going to be like, well, of course. But listen to this prayer. 
by the mystery of this water and wine, meaning the mingling of it together, by the mystery of this water and wine, may we, this is us around the table, around the altar, right? So may we, who participate in this, in this Eucharistic sacrifice, in this Eucharistic meal, by the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity that we mix. Brothers and sisters, we celebrate Bartholomew today. Somebody we know nothing of. We don't even know his name. Is it Nathaniel or Bartholomew? Here's what we know. We know he didn't just say, yeah, that one day when he came up out of a fig tree. We know that he preached the word with everything, that yes was real, and that those words of Jesus's came to be his own. And I suspect he said, come and see to many other people. And he became foundational for the church. May his pointing, uh, may it may inspire us to follow where he pointed and be conformed in that same image, in those same words, by those same actions, that they may become ours, that we may point, just as he did. And people may not know our names either, and that's okay. But we may become foundational for those in our lives and those we don't even know, and help pass the word on to them. Let's pray. And so, my friends, we continue through our glorious mysteries, right? And uh, and we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second glorious mystery, the ascension of Christ. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Bartholomew slash Nathaniel, pray for us. My friends, God's peace. Thanks for uh, being with me today, for breaking open God's word. And I look forward to us doing that same thing again tomorrow.